Welcome to The Power of Italy with your host, Luisa Potenza. Well, here we are, another Sunday, a new episode. Yes, every Sunday there is a new episode. We cover all topics relating to Italy, of course. Occasional recipes, interviews with some very fascinating people, and sometimes news. Everything Italian. Don't forget. I don't know how you access, you know, your podcast. You have a wide choice. Oh, yeah, there is Stitcher and there is Google and Anchor. Any one of those will bring you to the power of Italy. Let's now talk about the iconic Luciano Pavarotti. September 6 marks 15 years since the death of Luciano. Luciano was born in Modena in northern Italy, the son of Fernando Pavarotti, a baker and an amateur tenor. His mother, Adele Venturi, was a factory worker. The family was of now modest means. Four people lived in a two-room apartment. However, they really inherited gifts from God. Chano's father possessed a fine tenor voice, but he did not pursue a career in music because of his shyness and nervousness. Well, unfortunately, in 1943, in the midst of World War II, the family was forced out of Modena. He then rented a single room from a farmer. And it was then that Pavarotti became interested in farming. Would you believe that? His dream, however, was to become a football goalkeeper. But he abandoned that dream to spend seven years of vocal training. He was influenced by his father's record collection that include the great Beniamino Gigli and Enrico Caruso. Luciano's favorite tenor and idol was Giuseppe Di Stefano and our very own Mario Lanza. Yes, the kid from Pennsylvania, PA. In addition to music, Pavarotti enjoyed playing football. And upon graduation from La Scuola Magistrale, he planned to pursue a career as a professional football goalkeeper. But wise mom, she convinced him to become an elementary school teacher, and then he became an insurance salesman making it possible for him to afford the expenses incurred pursuing a musical career. Well, you know Luciano very well. I think you followed his career as I did. As a matter of fact, very early on, I had the privilege of going to the Met, and I sat in my seat. Suddenly I heard this beautiful, beautiful voice, and it just, just overwhelmed me. It was the clearest, most beautiful voice I had ever heard. It was like an angel from heaven, and it was Luciano Pavarotti in Rigoletto at the Met. So I am so happy to say that I did once see Luciano Pavarotti. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play some of the music that you all loved. Here he is with his signature song, Nessun Dorma, from the opera Turandot. Here is Luciano Pavarotti.
Luciano Pavarotti and the orchestra was led by Zubin Mehta. Well, did that give you chills? I know it gave me. And you know that one of the most, I would say, the highlights of his career is when he appeared with the three tenors. And, of course, you know their names. And let me see if I can remember. Placido, Placido Domingo. Yes. And, oh, the other name escapes me. Isn't that awful? Oh, dear. It'll come back to me. The three tenors, oh, they performed at the Baths of Caracalla in Rome, and they really enthralled the audience. Let's hear a little bit of that. The voice of Jose Carreras. Of course, that's Luciano. The three tenors live. Oh, they won't let him get off the stage. Well, I hope you enjoyed those songs from Luciano Pavarotti and the three tenors. And um, I want to mention something. At Luciano, in career, he became a crossover artist. And I spoke to a fellow, uh, a tenor that I know, and he said that is one of the most Difficult things to achieve is becoming a crossover artist. After singing tenor with those high C's and then just switching your voice, you know, this is layman's term I'm using, and then sing 
as a popular singer is very, very difficult to do. But Luciano achieved that, as you well know, because also in his career, he did a very best-selling album. It was called Luciano and Friends, where he had rock stars, like Brooke, uh, oh, Bruce Springsteen and the Italian rock uh, star Zucchero. They all sang with him. And you know, some, some people criticized him, but no matter, it sold in the millions. Luciano was a singer for the ages, and I just had to, you know, dedicate this particular episode to Luciano Pavarotti because, as I always say, we're so proud to be Italian. Definitely so proud to have Luciano Pavarotti as one of our singers. And so, until next Sunday, I leave you with the remembrance of Luciano Pavarotti. Ciao, everyone. Wishing you all tante belle cose. Ciao, until next week.